The borders of your comfort zone are your limiting beliefs. Let's crush them for a better and more fulfilled life. I am Benoit de Mullemeester and this is my 5.30. guys our guest this week is benoit i'm not going to pronounce his last name because i know i'm going to butcher it chris our, gu our guest today this week is benoit demule meester benoit runs the endorphins method coaching people through breath work ice baths and hot and cold therapy he also has an amazing hiking platform called hike up breathing taking people out of the hustle of the city to reconnect with the amazing nature available in the uae Prior to coaching, Benoit had a successful career in finance and banking, after which he founded and managed an asset management consulting firm. Today, Benoit and his team are on a mission to touch the lives of as many people as possible, inspiring greater love, health, and happiness. I have personally tried one of their beach, ice bath, breathing, and Saudi board sessions, and I've got to say it's one of the most meaningful things I've done for myself in a very long time. I think this is going to be a really nice, really nice episode because Benoit obviously had a very corporate career before he massively pivoted into a doing A complete something. 360 yeah. turnaround for the better, I guess. Yeah, it's really nice. Very so. inspiring. Enjoy! Benoit. Hi. Welcome to the 5.30 podcast. Thank you. We're very excited to have you here today. I'm wearing my hat already. So. I know. It <laughs> really suits you. It really suits you. <laughs> no, thank you so much for joining us, taking time out of your schedule. We really appreciate it. Um, but if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself for our audience and maybe telling us a little bit about what you're doing. Basically, I take people out of their comfort zone. That's what we do in different ways. We're known for the ice, but we, we play with with heat, with sauna. We play with fireworks soon. We, we play with pain, nail boards. We, we play around with fasting uh, challenges, like uh, dry fast as well as wet fast. So, so no water? Well, the, 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 the wet fast is with tea and coffee, and, and, uh, but no coffee, uh, sorry, tea and water. And uh, the dry fast here yeah, is with nothing. It's, wow. it's like the Islamic fa fasting, but just for more than 18 hours. It's more like two, three days. Wow. What's, uh, what's your background and how long have you been in Dubai? So I've been in, in Dubai since 2004. Oh, wow. Mm. Almost so, 20 years now. Almost 20 years, yeah. No, I don't should say celebrate that. that. To me, that still sounds like three years ago. <laughs> 20 years, don't say that. Yeah. You've seen everything. You've well, seen everything. No, I, I, I meet people who were born here, they, they, and then you think you've seen everything, but they've seen much more than, yeah. But I, I remember the Hard Rock Cafe, you know. Oh, oh me that's, too. That's, yeah, me too. That? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I saw that. The big guitar yeah. on Sheikh Zayed Road. Yeah, yeah, that was the limit of Dubai, you know. Yeah. After that, yeah, it was like it. another <laughs> yeah. country. Uh, and now that's in the center of Dubai. So no, it's changed a lot. I, uh, so on, on my background, I, I have a banking background. I, I was an investment banker, then a private banker, and then I had my own asset management company. And when I sold my company in 2004, the, 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 the company who bought it wanted to open an office here in Dubai. And uh, I told them not to do so. After three months being here, I thought it was a crazy place. 
Um, everything was moving so fast. You know, coming from Switzerland, yeah. where nothing moves. So here, like, I, I was looking at buying an apartment. By the time I got the mortgage, the, the price went up 45%. And I, being Swiss, that's not, that's not normal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it's changed a lot. It's changed a lot. So I told him not to do that. And uh, I said, I'll stay here for a month. That was my um, initial a month. A month, yeah. Yeah, because I just sold my company, you know. It was, it was uh, January. It was nice. Switzerland is cold and humid in January. So it was quite beautiful here. And then one thing happened after the other because things happened quickly here, at least at that time. The DIFC was just about to be launched. All the Swiss banks came down and um, I, I worked in project management for them and uh, I, did, I did a lot of headhunting. So I, I created a company here doing recruitment, executive search, uh, with, uh, with a focus on the Middle East in private banking. And then I opened an office in Hong Kong and Singapore as well. So that, that I did for 15 years, okay? And then COVID came and I, I wasn't having that much fun in the executive search anymore and it wasn't doing that great either. So I just closed it and I was supposed, I, I had just done my Wim Hof online course and I was supposed to go to the Wim Hof course in Poland mm -hmm. in March. And then everything was canceled. Because of COVID? Yeah. So I, in, in January, I did my first ice bath with a Wim Hof instructor. What led you to decide that you wanted to experiment with that? I, I like, uh, I, every year I, I say, okay, I'm going to do something new. Okay. So in 2019, I had decided to see how my body can take cold and hot. Hot was pretty easy because it is hot here. My challenge was to run one hour once a week in the desert, starting from January to December. So 52 runs of one hour each. Okay. So even when you were in the corporate world, you were still super into fitness and like that was a big part of your life or? Yeah, I've always done sports, many different sports. Yeah. But and then when you left and during COVID, you just decided to crank it up a notch. No, no, no. Because 2019, I was still, I was in my executive search and all that. It, that was just a challenge for me. So on the hot, that was my challenge to mm -hmm. run not only in January and December, but also through June, July, August, September, one hour in the desert. That's also like super challenging because that's like some of the hottest months it's, possibly in the world. It's pretty warm. Yeah. 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 So that, wow. that, that, was, that was the hot side and the cold side. You know, you Google cold therapy, etc. Wim mm -hmm. Hof came up. So, yeah. so I, I, I did an online course to get familiar with, with ice and then signed up off on, on the 31st of January 2020. I, I did my ice bath here in, in Dubai with, a, with an instructor, for, a Wim Hof instructor who came by mm -hmm. like for a day and he did that. And um, so I was, I was going to do my challenge 2020. So the hot I did. <laughs> it was just uh, a cold. And, and the, the ice bath I did also in January already. And, and I quite liked it. So I, I, I got a bucket 
and I started to do it in my uh, in my garden and then COVID and we, we in, a, in a little compound 12 houses then my neighbors wanted to try and then the friends of the neighbors wanted to try and then it just developed in something I never thought would would be would happen so we've uh, d- during COVID we we put two and a half thousand individuals in the ice. That's that's impressive. That's insane. Yeah, it's like, it is. And and people were looking for things a to do because the, yeah. we were on the lockdown. People knew that the number of people I had in my garden was slightly above the regulations here. Yeah. But also the people were prepared to take that risk because they knew it would be good for their health. Uh, so, you know, for the immune system, for your stress, for anxiety and all that. So, so we took that risk as well together with them. And uh, yeah, we, I think we helped a lot of people during that time to, to get better, to, to healthier. So that, that, that was very... And also, I guess, to maintain some kind of like social interaction, right? Because during COVID, it was so isolating and lonely. Yeah. yeah. So physically and mentally, I think we, yeah. we helped a few thousand people during that time. And then it, it just grew out of that, out of my little backyard doing breeding and, and, uh, and, and, and ice, pretty much like a Wim Hof session. We introduced the sadu board, so the, the nails, and then we introduced sauna, so we could get people from 100 degrees to zero degrees a few times, just pushing the boundaries always a little bit, a little bit further. And, um, and then we started to go into hikes, because I like hiking. I trained people in the, in the Swiss army uh, for hikes. I, it's, it's a bit of my passion. It's my yoga, you know, you, you go in the mountains and then you do breathing, obviously, and and you lose yourself a little bit uh, mentally, not physically. And uh, I, I like that a lot. So hiking and then doing breathing sessions in the mountains. Then we started to do ice baths in the desert, in the mountains. We brought the ice baths everywhere in the UAE. So on boats. on, on I've seen some of the blue ones. They look yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, I had to employ people because we had too much work and uh, and then come up with new ideas, uh, new challenges. So we did in, was it in 20, yeah, in, in 2021, we did, uh, you know, when the, the in November, the 3030 challenge? Yeah. We did a 33 challenge. That was 30 days in a row to do three minutes in the ice. And you've done three minutes in the ice or two minutes I think in the I ice. Lo- yeah, two yeah, I lasted. Two? You did it once, but you have to do that 30 days in a row. That's quite challenging because I'm telling you, out of the 30 days, there are some days you just don't want to have the ice. Are you going to do something like that again for the 30-30 challenge this year? We, or how are we get, maybe we're uh, going to... Well, it, it, the, the 33 was quite interesting. My neighbors you nearly killed me. They said, there's people every morning coming in the ice. You know, I can <laughs> so hear. What's going on in I, this I, backyard? I, yeah. <laughs> so I, I won't do it again in, in my, at my place. Um, but now we do it also on the beach. So maybe we can do something on the beach. But we, we like to explore new things. So after the 30 thing, like in, in November, in, in the summer of 2022, we did... Uh, 21 day challenge so 
So people had to, to sign up for 21 days and commit for 21 days um, because apparently in 21 days you, you can change patterns, right? So if you don't smoke for 21 days, you quite, the probability is quite high that you won't smoke again. Um, or you run for 21 days, you start like It forms the habit. It forms yeah. the habit. So the 20, 21 day challenge was five minutes in the ice to reach, to be able to reach five minutes in the ice, everyone, five minutes on the sadhu board, on the nails, five minute plank, and three minutes breath hold. Wait, is this like on a daily basis? On a daily basis. We, we were, the goal was to achieve that within 21 days. Okay. And most of the people had achieved it after six How many days. people like joined this challenge? There was 14 people. Was Adam Duploy part of it? I or did he take this? Because he mentioned he, he took one of the challenge, yeah, challenges. But then, then because we realized that oh, everybody had achieved everything after seven, eight days, we reduced the challenge to 10 day challenge. And that's where Adam came in, I think. I remember correctly. So he, he did the 10 day challenge. What is it when people are coming to join these that you think that they're really searching for? Well, Adam is always for challenges. <laughs> Knowing Adam. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, maybe to, to, to crash some patterns or some limiting beliefs or a situation in your life where you're stuck, be it at work, at home, in a relationship, but to shock your your mental, physical uh, statue into open up, you know? It also for fosters accountability, I would assume. I would, I would join these type of things because I suck at promising myself something and then like not sticking to it. But I think- Hold on, hold like on. You just promised that you will do an ice bath. <laughs> That's the reason why you're my accountability <laughs> partner. Oh, really? See, I would do it because I've read that like it, it has X, X benefits of also, like with, health and wellness. With, with some percentage of that, but it's always nice for me to have like an accountability partner. And I know that, you know, I signed up for this, you know, I'm going to do this and this is what, what the benefits are going to yeah. be reaped like at, at the end. Hmm. So I like those things. But you see, we have two people here and they would do it for a different reason. Exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm sure everybody does it for his own reason. Mm -hmm. uh, and a, a commitment is probably accountability, yeah? And, you know, changing something or being stuck, getting out of, of something mm. or an experience, Whereas something like new. The fire yeah. walking that you were mentioning, that doesn't <laughs> oh my necessarily gosh. have <laughs> health benefits though, right? That's something completely different. Well, health benefits, what is health benefits? The health is how... How how good your body is, or how how strong your mind is. I mean, I guess for me, it's the it's the physical body. Okay, I I, I think they are very closely related to each other. Mm. You you cannot be physically fit and be in your your mind is completely messed up. Mm. I think your uh, mind is more powerful than your body because if I mean it's it's correlated. Um, pain, pain, yeah, pain. Who who. Who decides how how strong the pain is? Is it your body or is it your mind? It's your, it's your pain, your pituitary gland, your hypothalamus, and all these like brain whatever it, network. It, it's in the brain, but where does it hurt? Your body, your brain sends signals to your <laughs> to your physical body. That's like okay, hey, this is it. Your pain receptors, right? Um, if I'm if I'm if I'm making sense, right? Your, so so yeah. it, it's linked to each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, David Goggin says when 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 your mind says this is finished. That's you, it. You're at forty percent of your body capacity. So if if people say, you know, after a marathon, I 
couldn't walk one more meter, they could probably run 100. That's where the physical limitation is. But your, your mind says, Khalas. I'm done. <laughs> this, is, this is it. I could not walk one more meter. So you see how the, the mind yeah. and, and, and the body is so linked to each other. And sometimes your body is stronger, sometimes your mind. I, I have my strong opinion on that. I think. And I think uh, one of these activities, like the fire walking, which to me is crazy. I remember Adam sending me a video. I was like, you should try this. And I was like, um, I don't think so, but uh, I'll watch you guys. They were walking on fire, which I think is super cool. And he felt great. And I was talking to him. I was like, man, it felt great. But how, how, if you can expound more on that, how did that come about, this whole fire walking thing? Well, I, I told you in, in this little company, Endorphins, we, we have, we, the, the thing is, is, is to, to challenge to people. To push people. Okay? Yeah. And anything we, will, we would help people to do, we would test on ourselves first. Okay. So last year, you know, we had a list. We are like f five people now in the in the in this little company, and say, okay, who is going to do what next year? You know, <laughs> and um, we were two who said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna become fire walk instructors, and one bailed out. Uh, I did it, and uh, so now we are offering it to for people to uh, to do it. So when you were in COVID and you had friends and neighbors and their friends coming to your house to to try the ice bath at what point had that grown to the stage where you were like actually this could be a business and we're going to turn this into something and really help this community and add to it i i don't think there was a moment of i'm come from finance and i was president of the venture capital association in switzerland looking at businesses business plans financial feasibility studies you know all this thing you need obviously to create a company and this is probably the first time I've done something out of passion and I have no business plan I have no idea where this is going to go but we have a hell of a lot of fun and uh, passion fun and the rest comes you know like uh, I think the people feel when they come to our place that we really like what we do and uh, so it creates that community and the people come and when we do new things, some people come without even asking, what, what are you doing next? <laughs> so, are the sessions every day? Uh, we have, no, we don't have every day, but we have uh, eight, nine sessions now. We have a women only. We have three on the beach, two with sauna, one for advanced. So they are different, but I think, I think eight or nine sessions a week, but not every day. Okay. And then we have private. Yesterday we had a birthday party. Uh, people, that's what we could do for your birthday yeah we can have so like people ice invite party. their friends to do ice bath and oh, then wow. they said how many are you going to be he said um, i think at least 15 and then i said okay the, maybe five will come eight came i was surprised oh cool <laughs> no because people you know this yeah yeah i'll do an ice bath you know they got all excited and as time comes closer uh people yeah maybe 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 not this week. Maybe I do it next week. And then, you know, and then they actually don't want to do it. And that's actually me when uh, one of our guests also invited us for a nice bed. I'm just like, yeah, we're going to do it, but and keep bailing out. But now that you're here, I'll probably, I'll do it. Yeah, you promise. I you promise. promise. You're, you're a man <laughs> of like, honor and I know you will, you will do it. A hundred percent. I know. Um, that was a big jump from being like venture capitalist, and, you know, from, from very like suit and tie, very corporate 
to now you're just like wearing a t-shirt which is super cool you know i'm more of like a t-shirt shorts sneakers guy um i still have my suits <laughs> my suits think i'm dead because i was also like in hospitality mm -hmm. and now i'm just like full creative mode on so i wear jeans and shorts to work um so i feel you like when you say like you know passion you know because money comes money's gonna come later because money comes and goes anyway but actually you don't need that much money that you know what that's what i've been telling my friends i was like I don't think I want to be me. super rich. You've been rich. telling me. You mean. Yeah, I'm Sophie. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to be rich. It's like, because rich is, is it's endless, you know? It's like, I just want to be happy and anxiety free. I'm rich now. I'm rich because I, I get messages from people you could only dream of. I mean, very, very deep, life-changing messages. That's so cool. Is this because the challenges that they've put themselves through have just It's life-changing, life? I would assume. Well, well. I, I don't want to go into into the ones which are, um, uh, you know, like people who, 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 when they came to us, were at the bottom of a depression and, and they had tried to commit suicide. And then they said, well, we, they didn't come to us at the rock bottom, but they said, you know, they were on the medication and they helped, etc. But the, the ice pass helped them to go from like slowly recovering to, I mean, in, in, in no time get like, I want to live again. And what is it about the ice that you think has that kind of power? Uh, I'm happy to, to mention Wim Hof and that, I mean, he was, his wife committed suicide uh, and left him with four kids. And, and one of the reasons he's doing all that, he wants to help thousands of people not to get there. And you people who have uh, who are depressive, it's it's known today that they have a high level of inflammation in their blood and cold reduces inflammation. I mean, when you have, when you hurt yourself, you fall, etc., and it gets swollen, you put ice on it, right? Mm -hmm. So to reduce the inflammation. And that's what, if you go with the full body, the blood, the inflammation in the blood goes down. So I don't know how many people who are depressive came to us, but I, I know a lot of people who, ha who have anxiety, which is not that far from depression. And they come and then with one session, they change, like change, <laughs> you know, like say, how, how often do I have to come? I said, like, look, just do it once, see what happens to you. And like, wow. Yeah. And, and then you get those messages, you know, the day after and the day after. And, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find, um, no, I'm not trying. I'm, I will find a message from a lady who she was on the sadhu board and this it sounds like what the sadhu board you know how how can that be life-changing can we just talk through what that is at the moment like it's it's a how big is this board it's a, a big bigger than your foot so and it's full of nails so you can stand on it and feel the pain of these little nails pushing on your um the sole of your feet on the sole of your feet which has seven thousand nerves which are connected to all your organs Okay, and by putting pressure on these um, on, on on these nerves, it stimulates your body um, to work more intensively. If you if you think of the um, have you have you done acupuncture? Yeah. 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 So if you go to a Chinese doctor, you have two two uh, posters typically one 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 body being like that mm -hmm. where you see the meridians where you put the needles in mm -hmm. and you have two feet. Yeah, so, same with like reflexology posters as well. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so if you if you have a foot massage, 
yeah. where, where somebody and oh my god, I had one yesterday. Right? So, I was uh, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it's very nice until she finds like that yeah. that point. I was screaming, and it's she was so taking painful. so much pleasure from my discomfort. And yeah. She was like your liver, your your liver, your liver, and then and then she and then it gets better, and uh, then yeah. w- and then when you when she stops and you walk out, you're like on clouds, right? Yeah, uh, I did so, feel good. So the 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 sadhu board is um, is very similar uh, to that. It it just through the through the the points, the needles, it just stimulates that. But does it also like release endorphins? Talk about endorphins. Okay. Uh, so what 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 it does uh, uh, physiologically when you go on the nail board from your base dopamine mm-hmm. it crashes so that's why you want to get off right away because it's very uncomfortable mm-hmm. it's, it's the opposite of having a cigarette a coffee or or a candy you mm-hmm. know where you, where your dopamine goes a little bit higher and then, and then when it goes down you want another one mm. there it crashes so you want to get off right away and then you stay you stay you stay as long as you can and then your dopamine is low and you get off and then the dopamine grows and passes the the, the, the baseline and goes higher. And then the people are, I, and it's so funny because you, you watch the people and then they, they scream and all that, they go off. And then you look at them and they look at the board and they say, you want to go back? I say, how do you know? I say, <laughs> so I explain to them, your dopamine is went down and now it's high and in your subconscious, he wants more dopamine mm-hmm. and they know you get it here but your brain says no it's painful so you get this confusion in your in your head and then the people go back and then they they get and on the sadu board is there a specific length of time to try and stay on folks i know offline we were speaking about ice baths and how maybe it isn't so healthy to try and push 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 to stay in for like mm. you know 20 minutes or however long and that could actually have adverse effects yeah, yeah. But the sadhu board, should you be trying to stay on for as long as possible? It, the, the sadhu board, you, there are different levels. So the, you have boards with lots of nails and then you have less and less and less nails as more advances become. So you have the same number of kilos of your body pushing on less needles. So it goes deeper. Um, on each of these stages, it's between one and five minutes until you don't feel anything. Okay, it's painful, painful, and then suddenly the pain goes, and then you can stay 30, 40, 50 minutes. Wow. Easily. And uh, so th- they recommend to do 20, 30 minutes, so to go through that pain, and then let it, let it happen for a while, you know. I know a Russian girl, she does ironing on her nail board. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's quite crazy. Uh, that that actually pushed me because the first time I went on it, I said, I can't do that. And then I just put the timer. I said, I'm going to stay two minutes. And I started sweating. It was horrible. Now I'm, 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 I feel quite comfortable with it. But for you on a personal level, since you started introducing all of these different practices into your life, mm. whether you do them every day, every week, I'm not sure I how frequently. Travel, I travel with my sadhu board. Really? I was a month how in Switzerland. How does that get through airport security? <laughs> <laughs> I put it in the luggage. I put it in the luggage. And I, I, was, I was traveling with my, with my son and a friend of his in, um, in Switzerland in a camper van. And we did it every day. It was, we, were, we were fighting who can go first. But what are the differences that you've seen in your life since you've started introducing these practices? Oh, every practice has probably something else, a, a, a benefit. The, the biggest benefit is clearly the breathing, clearly. Um, do you practice separate breathwork techniques or do you just kind of incorporate the breathwork into 
the board and the ice and the the heat? I the first thing the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up is is a breathing session for myself. What does that look like? What does that entail? A, it it can be a meditative breathing session. It can be twenty strong breaths with a with a short breath hold. It can be a Wim Hof breathing method, anything like that. But to oxygenize my blood, that's a ritual. And then I have my apple cider vinegar. Mm, me too. I do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then I have my coffee. Me too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I feel like and I'm winning. Then the sadhu board I do probably three four times a week. Uh, the, the more advanced one for like 10 to 15 minutes. How do we know if we're breathing wrong? Oh, there's so many ways to find out. If you... Because I'd say most people are, right, without even probably realizing. Apparently. So if you have a dry mouth in the morning, that's a good indication that you're breathing through your mouth. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be thirsty in the morning. The other one is if the person next to you or anybody living close to you it's telling you that you're snoring, <laughs> um, that you're mouth breathing. If you actually have eight or nine hours of sleep and you're tired in the morning, you probably not have deep sleep. Those are indications of, of wrong breathing during the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the day, obviously, you, you know if you're breathing through your mouth or nose. And the last one is if you ask somebody to look how you're breathing, and to check if you're breathing through your belly or through your chest. So if you're breathing through your belly, and if you look at my chest, I'm, I'm going to do two breaths now. Yeah, your chest doesn't move. And if I'm a chest breather, I'm do. You see my chest moving, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you take between 20 and 26,000 breaths a day. day. Okay. Imagine one third you're sleeping, so we're left with what 15,000 times that. That's it, a, that's the reason why you're tired and exhausted once you wake that's up. That's why you have this is stiff and Neck, said, yeah. "Oh, I'm stressed." No, you're doing wrong breathing because you do that all the time. But how could you combat that apart from like the breathing techniques? But because at night, training, can, training. If if you if you run or you cycle and you find yourself breathing through the mouth you're going to get easily you're going to get tired it. easily yeah and and you 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 lose a lot of uh, um, water like double or three times more than when you if you if you look at your uh, nose it's quite small compared to the to the mouth but if you the whole system inside is the is the size of your fist where it's purified where you have uh, humified filtered mm-hmm. all that is happening through the mouth nothing of that happens so if you breathe through the nose you get less air but it's absorbed much better by your lungs the mouth is is not good air for your lungs so they cannot take much of it and it gets you stressed your heartbeats got more more much higher breathing techniques i cannot help but notice that i was just checking out your watch i can't sorry your your heart rate is so calm I'm at, I was checking also. 50. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow. Well, now, because it's, now it's 47. Yeah. <laughs> 47, mm-hmm. resting heart rate. That's crazy because I know mine is around uh, double that. Mm-hmm. I've always had a really overactive heart rate, but if, if I wear like a strap thing to monitor it, 
When I exercise, it's extraordinarily high, but my resting heart rate is like 90. You I'm just, on the verge of a hot You just had a triple shot Starbucks. Oh, <laughs> That's know. why. Caffeine. I, I, I had three coffees this morning. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> well, it's, it's just a real testament of what you do. You exude calmness. You know, when you're here, we just feel like everything's calm. Like nothing's, nothing wrong is going to happen. What are, do these wellness practices, well, I don't know if we can even call them that, these challenges that you do on a frequent basis filter into the rest of your life? Are you super healthy like your dietary choices i eat everything i do i drink way too much coffee um we we did a few a few uh things for red bull uh sessions for red bull and they are very generous of giving us red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> so my fridge is full of red bulls so but then you do the fasting right so do you we do you, the fasting yeah. so like okay so say how so often would you do a 72 hour fast um Again, it, it depends on, on your lifestyle and what you want to achieve. The, the fasting has, it's also coming up now, but people realize how strongly influential it is on your, on your, on your health. Yeah, so I've seen that. Like it can it's more and more coming up. So Reverse the effect of a lot of illness, right? Reverse illnesses. I mean, you, you have now centers... Uh, for cancer patients, yeah, I've seen uh, this. terminally ill cancer mm. patients in America, they go into fasting retreats and um, they survive, you know. Wow. Uh, I don't think the pharmaceutical industry likes that too much, but uh, it's so powerful. Mm. Our, our bodies are so strong. Um, we just need to train our minds. You, you know, when I take people for six days, of not eating into the mountains. And, you know, the first day they, they, were you hungry? You know, you feel this thing. The second day, almost nothing. The second day you feel the detox when you drink a lot of coffee or so, you feel like, wow, I'm missing it. I go hiking with them every day, one, two, three hours, and they get more and more energy towards the sixth day. And they lose they lose a few kilos, but that, that's not the purpose. It's to clean your body and, and to, you have growth hormones, stem cells production, autophagy happening. Are you, are you aware of autophagy? Like the cells eating the... Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. it's like a compost, you know? They, mm -hmm. they, they take all the, the, the garbage bat, yeah. and, they, 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 and use it as energy to create new cells, new cells in your body. It's only in 2016, I think, a, a, a Japanese professor proved that we have autophagy. And since then, the, all the research is going, how can you, can you trigger autophagy? And you trigger it with fasting. It's, the, it's the, pretty much the only way to trigger it. So when you're sick, stop eating. Yeah. You will heal. That's what animals do. When mm. animals are sick, they just go in a corner. They don't drink, they don't eat until they get better. And then they come back. Like, but nothing. Like, can you have water? Like, if someone was wanting if, to kind of, if you try if you this. do fasting with water, it's the equivalent. What one one day of non eating and non drinking is the equivalent of three days water fasting. So, okay. so it's more you, efficient to do it without it. It's harder, but it's more efficient. We know today that training excessively in the gym is not really beneficial for you. you. There is a limit the body can take. And we know that if you do 20 minutes of high intensive interval training, it's much more efficient than doing two hours of 
of running mm. if you want to be healthy not if you want to be performing mm -hmm. but if you want to be healthy short intensive that's that's where you get the best best benefits it's going into a sauna at 100 degrees where you think you're gonna die it's going into <laughs> a ice bath where you think you're gonna die that's where the benefits kick in yeah how do it's you, in the uncomfortable how do you coach people through those challenging moments when they're like giving up like i force them no. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a hyperbaric chamber. We strap them. <laughs> them we in. strap them. You can't get in. I, I actually, I, I have held people in the ice. Against their will. Against their will. And they wanted to punch me. <laughs> and and um, it, it, it's, a, it's a thin line of what you can do and what you should do. I feel that my 12 years of life coaching and NLP uh, coaching, that I, I can gauge when you can do it and not do it. Uh, it's not dangerous to be in ice for a minute or two. And typically the people want to punch me or hit me, but they can't because I'm holding them. <laughs> and then when they come out, they're a bit angry. And then they calm down and they come and they hug me and they say, thank you so much because I couldn't have done it without you. So sometimes you need that that push, you know, like, like you have your personal trainer in the gym yeah. and you are at like the... Because it's all mental, right? It's all just... 27th push-up and you want to do 30 and he, come on, come on, come on, you know? Yeah. yeah. You, you wouldn't do it without the PT. So you need that physical, mental help, push, coaching, or whatever you want to call it, to get there. To Is get there better. anyone that you've met that it's not beneficial for? Who you've kind of maybe come into contact with and you've said, actually, I don't think this, this is the route that you should be taking? Or do you think that actually this really really can benefit everyone's life which one <laughs> i mean maybe not maybe not the fire walking i don't want to be convinced into having to do but that. you see that's a limiting <laughs> that's a limiting belief that's your that's your, yeah, that's your ethos right this idea behind yeah the why did you do why did you do an ice bath i don't know really i felt like it was just kind of everyone was doing it so it felt like the right thing to kind of get behind I'm you, very into like do you regret, wellness trends. Do you regret you did it? No, not at all. How was it? It was challenging. Yeah. It was really hard, but yeah, I definitely felt a lot better afterwards. Like I'd achieved something. Yeah. You because were, I'd got you, through the first, I mean, the first minute for me was horrible. Agony. Yeah. yeah you thought I you would die. I was fully hyperventilating and yeah. everyone around me was totally calm and relaxed. I was, didn't understand why I was... You were focusing on the other time. people rather than on yourself. Yeah, maybe. So you, you, you maybe had like a peer pressure. You didn't really do it for yourself. You did it because everybody else does it's it. The fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Huh? Yeah. It sounds like that. Maybe. I think yeah. I just like, you know, I'm super into the wellness world. And when uh, ice baths have been so topical now for such mm. a long time, that I wanted to give it a go and see, see how I felt. Well, you you're, pr you're proud of yourself after you yeah. did that? So you see, you, you get benefits of yeah. the worst situations. Yeah. Does it answer your question? Yeah, I guess so. But again, to be honest, it's a health, it's a, it's a health and wellness thing. So nothing wrong with that to me. No, exactly. If it was like eating like the newest burger of which I'm going to jump in. <laughs> that's, that's a different story. <laughs> but now having like spoken to you, like Benoit, like I really want to do the ice bath now, like as soon as possible. Can we do it tomorrow? <laughs> You're a morning person or evening person? I am a morning person. Morning person? Yeah. 
The beach is pretty cool. But 6 a.m. When? Wednesday or Friday. Is it Wednesday tomorrow? Oh, no, no, it's no, no, no. Wednesday or Friday. Are you joking? It's Monday tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Friday, maybe Friday. Friday? Yeah. 6 a.m. on the beach. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll send you the location. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, cool. We're going. <laughs> we're doing the ice bath and we're going to film it. Yeah, that would be nice. Excellent. That's amazing. Looking back, does it seem mm. strange to have gone from your corporate career into doing this now? Would you ever have expected that this was how your life evolved? No. No, it's the, it's the third it's the third leg, I think, of, of my professional life from being a banker, being an executive search, and now being in the health. And that's the best one by far. That's amazing. And now you're tackling it more with uh, with more maturity. And do you, I mean, you like to take risks. You also like ride motorcycles. Yeah. I want to know about the motorcycles part because I just got my license last year. Um, every year also I would be like, I need to do something. Like every year I would learn something. Last year was to learn how to ride the motorbike. Mm. How do you ride here or back home? Or do you also like do like these um, adventures in here? Oh, I, 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 I do here. Um, I, I, because now the weekends, normally when I used to, uh, bike on the weekends, but because now the weekends are, are the busiest time, I, I, um, it's a bit short of time for the, for the motorbiking, but no, I do here off-road desert, uh, road. Yeah. Pretty much one of my best trips I've done ever in my life was from Kathmandu on a motorbike over the Himalayas into Tibet, all the way to Lhasa, back to the Mount Everest base camp, and back to Kathmandu. <laughs> That's a bit How different from going up and that? down the Sheikh Zayed <laughs> that, Road. That is one of the best holidays wow. trips I've ever done well, in my life. Like 13-day trip or more than... Yeah, yeah, it's actually 13 days. Yeah. 13 or 14 days, yeah. I've been looking at that thing uh, for man. many, many years now. It's 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 my dream to, oh. to go there. Oh, I, I can um, highly recommend just to ride. When you... You know, one one of the the first books I read was um, uh, Tintin. You know Tintin and Milou. No. no. Tintin. Yeah, Tintin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's it's French. But okay, that's yeah, right. yeah. Tintin. 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 So Tintin. You know, and the, you have Tintin in Tibet. You remember that one? And you have the 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 Dalai Lama Palace. And I always remember that. You know, on the rock. And I thought, you know, that's just in Tintin. And I arrived with the motorbike towards Laza, and then you see that thing and say, <laughs> wow, you know, 40 years ago, I saw that in a book and now I see it in real. When did you do it? Um, I think it was eight years ago. That's a crazy. So it, much to motorbiking. With, with, <laughs> yeah, I can talk about it because I'm just like so in love with it. But the fact that the feeling of like being on a motorbike, feeling the road, air on your face, it's just amazing. And then you just like feel the whole thing. Freedom. Like, freedom and you're in total control of what you're oh, doing i don't know i find it really scary no it's so dangerous but yeah because again like when you said like you you, you told your mother that you're fire walking and my mother doesn't know that i still have a motorbike <laughs> i told her that i sold it well i hope she's not gonna be listening nah, to this won't. podcast she doesn't speak english so it's, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> um, with your current lifestyle and all these things because for me um, i've been through a lot of like I was vegan. I was a vegetarian for a couple of months, and it's really good. You were good. vegan, yeah, yeah. How long for? For six months. We were working together. No way. At the time when we I were, did, I, I, I did one month of uh, vegan. Yeah, yeah. and but it feels it, good. It feels amazing. I also fast during Ramadan for the first week, yeah. 
it feels amazing. You feel like you feel more energetic. The first three days are crap, obviously, because mm. you just like want to eat and like, you know. Um, but with yeah, and after that, it's smooth sailing. I feel stronger. It's nice. I'm lighter, focused, and focused. Yeah. And I know what I want. There's nothing like I need this Snickers bar. I'm just like yeah, it's eating time in like six hours. I'm cool. And right. what what I f- what I found most difficult thing is I lived with my family, and. Uh, the diet because I was a, I was vegetarian, vegan, and then they're eating everything. Like the lifestyle does not synergize with what I'm doing. So, do you find it? Did you ever, or do you find it difficult with the the family that you're you're doing this um, wellness thing? My, um, obviously, my, your your son is like very healthy, which is yeah. You know, does your son live here with you? He started to live with me. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he's 15. The my my dad passed away this year in April. I'm sorry to hear. And that. the he was here last time a year before that, and he saw what I was doing, and and he said it's the first time I see you really happy with what you do. That's awesome. That was very very deep for me, you know. That because my my dad never said, you know, like he was a banker. I went into banking. He helped me to be uh, to be in banking, and all that. And then he saw me doing executive search, etc. But he was he was eighty uh, he he died he was eighty six um, when he died and he was he was eighty five when he came here last time, and he said that I, that was that was I said wow, you know how how did he notice that he was just here for a week, that's deep yeah yeah and that's how I feel actually you know but but then sometimes you say you know because you forget about the good things and and all that but um, I told you I, I've never been so happy I'm I'm rich because of all these connections I have done with people, very deep connections with people. And, and this is the thing, richness is not about money. Money doesn't quantify happiness. You need not, I mean, if you have it's, no money, it's maybe it's hard, but you don't need a lot of money to be happy. Exactly. Because I think in America, they, they, there is some research on that, that if you do like $110,000 a year, the difference that you're like at 98%. And if you have $100,000 a year, or a hundred million, it hardly changes anything. It doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. But when you are below 50 in America, it's hard to live, you know? So, but but when you reach from 50 to 100, you've reached 98% of your happiness on the money side. Yeah, to buy you like the normal stuff that you need to live. I mean, I don't, I don't spend so much on vanity things. But right now, it's more of like the experiential things that I'm really looking forward to. Like, you know, driving to the desert like four times a week that's my goal not to buy like a new car or like you know expensive watch or anything but to me being in the desert making coffee that's that's happiness to me like i'm, I'm chilling nice. with my dog you know grounding and that's it i don't need anything else that's beautiful so uh yeah <laughs> okay so he's just like looking at me he's like <laughs> <laughs> that's true no like, i agree <laughs> i agree i mean i do like you know we like the the nice Some, the finer things in yeah. life but it's it's not the basis on why we live and why that's at least for me. <laughs> <laughs> what's, so, what's next for the business? Uh, Do you even think of it as a business? Is it, I mean, I know you have employees and you have a team of people, mm. you have a community who I guess expect a level of service now because they're used to like coming and having the ice baths and all the different experiences with you. So are you planning to grow and scale, have visions for where you want to be in a year, five years? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. You're so, we, so relaxed. We, I love we, it. We we pretty much, you know, we had like 
one of of of, of the guys, um, Sanjok, he's from Nepal, who, who works with us, and and uh, I said, you know, maybe we could go and do ice baths in Nepal. He said, how? I said, well, we could walk up somewhere. It's cold enough. And do you have lakes up there? He said, yeah. So on from the 10th to the 16th of October, we go, <laughs> we're going to Nepal and go up and and uh, swim in this Gozaikunda. I probably pronounced it wrongly. Gozaikunda Lake is a, is a is a spiritual lake where Hindus and Buddhists go, and it's a spiritual journey for them to swim in that lake. And apparently, they only <laughs> they only go like 10 seconds. So we want to go there and do five minutes, you know, and show the people how to how to do it. So that's going to be our journey in 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 October. So yeah, out out of these things, all I the guess things as come well up. because it's it, it's grown so organically as well. Mm. So you're trusting that it's just going to continue to do that. You don't need to kind of think about how it's going to scale. Well, some some people have ideas, you know, and 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 then we said, oh, this is a great idea, and then and then we do it. So yeah. uh, people want to have like an ice bath on the on the dune on the top of a dune in the in the desert. That, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, so we do that. How are we going to get the ice on top of the dune and, and the water and all that? But we figure it out. That's amazing. I love how you're so carefree. Like when, when, when Sophie asked, like, what, what's the next step for the business? And you said, I don't know. And your heart rate's still at 49. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so amazing. This is the type of level where I want to reach. Like, you know, I don't have to think about my life. I just want to do what I love. And one day we're going to get there. And this is the reason why we started the podcast as well, because we were just like, we love doing this podcast. We love talking to you. We love hearing people about their stories mm -hmm. and it inspires us so much. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason why every time that Adam like spoke about you and Sophie and I were like, shall we get Benoit? And it's like, no, he's busy. And then shall we get Benoit? It's like, oh, he's busy. And then one time I was like, texted Adam. It's like, do you think you can introduce us? And then that's when the text uh, yeah. got in. And it was I like, was so happy. This is this is so cool and learning that you're following the podcast it's 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 a real pleasure for us. This is so cool. And I didn't know about the Nepal thing so I really want to I really want to really go to one of these trips. <laughs> if you do it somewhere anywhere like if you plan it um, do they have like a do you have like a booking window for Well we do so, you just like So you know like I I I was a banker you know like everything is like about money strategic. and numbers and strategic. And I, I worked for like big firms, Lehman Brothers and Merrill Lynch, you know, they all, they all don't exist anymore. But um, now, you know, we, we do this Nepal biz with Sanjok, who, who is 24, you know, he's never organized something like that. So we help him with it. It's quite a fun, you know, but and I, I 20 years ago, I didn't believe about the universe. You know, you only think about money, you know, because money makes you happy. And now we do things and things just happen. So we, we tell the people, this is the cost of the, the trip and you can fly Air Arabia and, and fly Dubai. Air Arabia last week calls us, he said, you're marketing us. No, no, we're just using to get to Nepal. No, no, but let's do a cooperation. Maybe we get you, <laughs> we get you cheaper flights. Oh, amazing. To, to think. We didn't expect nothing, you know, like, and this is because a, a captain from Air Arabia comes to us regularly he he punted it to the to the management. He said, "Look, these guys they are going to Nepal and they are promoting us Air Arabia 
to fly to Nepal. We go to Nepal every day. Nobody has ever promoted us, and now they, they want to give us like a big discount on on the on the flights to uh, to Nepal. So you know things wow. just things just happen for I don't know what, but uh, I guess I guess there's <laughs> no. some karma. This yeah. is this and, is uh, the universe, and and the thing and is, that uh, yeah. I firmly believe that if if you do good work and if you follow your passion, everything's just gonna follow money, happiness, and all these things. And this is and, this and, is basically and another example. You know, <clears throat> we're doing the firework, and and you know. Obviously, it's scaring a lot of people. But when we, when I did the fasting, I there is a book written by a guy together with a sheikh here in Dubai to call the, the in in Ajman the Green Sheikh. I don't know if you've ever heard yeah, of him. Yeah, we've heard of him. Yeah. So I posted it and I thanked him, you know, for having read the book. And he writes me back. And he said, "When are you coming to visit me? It's amazing what you do." And and last week I said I'm doing the fire walk. Would you like to come? Yes, I'm coming with my two sons. And you know, it's like nice. I don't know any sheikh here in the in the media. I mean, I know them, but I've I've never met them. Actually, I, I've met one in in Georgia, but uh, you don't typically interact with them. And and this guy is like so. It's amazing what you do. You know, I'm 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 coming with my sons, and it's gonna be amazing. How many friends can I bring? You know, like. That's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 and you know and we, we we're not looking for it. It's just mm. happening. So it's beautiful. There's so much humility in you. Like I really admire you for for everything that you're doing. It's it's super cool. You've Thank built you. a really nice community. Thank you. Think you're a great person. You're and part now, of it now. Yeah, exactly. almost next Thank Friday. You. Next Friday. <laughs> well, by the time that this airs, you might be in Nepal or you might have finished it. Um, yeah. But. Benoit, thank you so much for this amazing chat. Thank and, you. Uh, really nice to meet you. And I'm pretty sure we're, we're going to start, you know, this relationship. And uh, we're going to have like really cool stuff happening. Thank you. Thank you. So thank much. you so much. Benoit. Thank you. 530 is 100% organically handcrafted by Chris Dabu and Sophie Ryan. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and participate in Q&As on Spotify. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to 530 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or where awesome podcasts are available. This has been a 530 production.